Hello, everybody, and welcome to kind of the exact same episode of Grey's Academy that you were just listening to. I am still one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your new hosts, Carmen. We replaced Carmen with Carmen. Yeah, and it's a beautiful day for a podcast. And thank you for listening back to back. This is an exciting time. We love this. And if you're listening to us on Christmas again, happy Christmas. Uh, And if there is any of the other holidays that you celebrate, just know that we celebrate them with you. Um, along with my neighbor who has a 12 foot inflatable snowman with a yarmulke on his head. Amazing. So happy I Hanukkah. love that they make that. Oh, me too. It's incredible. Um, I've okay. been seeing, I've been seeing a lot more Hanukkah themed, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, celebration decor. So I love that. So celebrate yeah. all of your friends holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we're going to get right back into it. Uh, this is the 23rd episode of the third season. It is episode 59 overall. It is the other side of this life part two. If you missed the song information, you can go back to the episode that you hopefully already listened to because this is part two. If you are somehow here um, before you've listened to part one, pause and go find part one and listen and then come back. We will wait for you. Unless this is like <laughs> your favorite episode of all time, in which case you're like, you. welcome. I, I don't go for it. I don't Enjoy. want to listen to that other thing. That other thing was bullshit. This is better. Um, part one is your least favorite Grace episode, and part two is your favorite Grace episode. Um, <laughs> the rest of the show just falls in between <laughs> that spectrum. <laughs> um, same stats, written by Shonda, directed by Michael Grossman, aired May third, twenty one point two three million views. I will read the Netflix synopsis because it is slightly different there was like a small addition to what they blurbed on last time so this is addison takes a temporary leave from seattle grace and visits old friend in los angeles semicolon christina continues reluctantly reluctantly to plan her wedding that is true that is a plot point and she does reluctantly do it also it's worth noting that's kind of cool that Every single person, statistically speaking, we, there could be some error in there somewhere, but every single person who saw part one was intrigued enough to say, yeah, I'll give part two a shot. It's true. It seems like no one watched that first one and was like, I have to turn this off. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen on television. Unless um, you're the one so... listener who this, that was your least favorite episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now this is your best favorite episode. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do Shondaland now since we don't have our song time and since we didn't do Shondaland last episode. So we will now take a moment for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. Boom. Christmas. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that Christmas <laughs> tag on the end there. Ooh, we love it. That was a beautiful jingle, surprise. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Ooh, it keeps going. Okay, um, so... Mostly, these are people who obviously were in private practice. Um, so I didn't include their private practice credit in this because okay. they are main characters in private practice. So Paul Edelstein, who is Cooper. Was wait, wait, hold eight- on, hold on. Are there any that aren't in private practice that I need to guess? Like, are there any that it's... There are two that are not main main private practice people that are in living with Shondaland, two people, a man and a woman. Okay. So go through, go through the ones that you're about to, but save those two that I want to guess. Okay. So Paul Adelstein uh, plays Cooper and he is in 18 episodes of scandal. In addition to his tenure on private practice. And he is very different on scandal and very good. He's like kind of does what Olivia does where he's like a fixer. He kind of like runs political campaigns um so like very high energy still but like way more aggressive um it's fun to see it's very different than cooper okay um christopher lowell who is dell the receptionist he was in two episodes of inventing anna if you'll recall that is the shondaland show that's the newest one yes that was the mini series on netflix got it got it um and then we have two people a man and a woman who were not private practice regulars who are in okay. land okay uh so i'm going to guess the no sex wife because i told you that she's in Chondaland. yes that was a good guess <laughs> yep yep uh and then the other one is going to be the husband the 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 
the one that the guy left for and he's now gay. Yes. What? Yes, the one Are that you left shitting me? the one that left Carol because he said he came out as gay. Yes. Yes. What? No yeah. fucking way. <laughs> yeah, you got them both. Good job. Wow. This is the first time this has happened. Claps for Carmi. Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy and everyone <laughs> who could make this possible. I'd like to thank God and my friend Kelsey. She stood by me when I got all of them wrong for three straight seasons. It's true. I did. I did just let you be wrong all the time. <laughs> I'm just all so right. used to Hit it. Hit me with um, this, okay, so this information. Uh, Cameron Watson played Rick, which was Carol's husband who left her because he was gay. Uh, and he was in one episode of Scandal. And Bellamy Young is Kathy, who was the no sex wife. And I will say she is in one other episode of Private Practice as the same character. And then she is in 124 episodes of Scandal because she is a main character in Scandal and she's one of my favorite characters. Oh, she's a main character in Scandal? Mm-hmm. For all, for the whole show? Yep, the entire okay. show. Okay. Okay, all right. Now, yep. between that and the girl who plays Olivia Pope, uh, this is looking like a show that we're going to have to add to. the. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's the Patreon content It's is now we add... We add all this other shit to the mix. Gotta just keep watching TV like it's our fucking jobs. <laughs> soon. Soon it will be. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, okay. So, again, no recap. <laughs> Four minutes ago on Grey's Anatomy. You're watching it. <laughs> uh, okay. In case you forgot, Addison can drive a stick shift. <laughs> Addison is still in L.A. And she and Naomi are sitting in the lobby. And Addison is like, what are we doing? Like, I thought we were going to lunch. And, Ad- and Naomi says, we are going to do what i do when i'm sad and violet comes over and it's like what time is it and she's like five to one and they're like what the hell like what's happening and then Dell comes by in a bathing suit with a surfboard because he uses his lunch break to go and surf is he very cute yes is this a little too much also yes <laughs> it is just so this episode i wrote inappropriate a lot in my notes yeah uh why first off just don't walk through the office completely topless <laughs> number one number two he's not that attractive he's attractive comparatively to like probably a normal person but he's not so attractive that there's three grown-ass women just oogling this guy and also naomi if you think he's hot just get some and <laughs> do it uh yeah this is he's i will clearly say into you I will say he cuts his hair in private practice and he looks so much better because his current floppy surfer boy haircut makes him look very, very young. And when he gets a grown up haircut, he looks like a grown up. Yeah, I was not a fan of his hair. It didn't look good. It was very like, I feel like of the times <laughs> and of the California. Um, Ava uh, back in Seattle has a brain bleed and she needs awake brain surgery due to the location of the brain bleed. Uh, there is a chance that it could bring her memory back and she's very, very excited. And everyone's like, don't get your hopes up. It also might not. And she's like, but it might. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think Derek's exact words was it almost certainly will not. You dumb bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim. Um, Susan is back. Uh, she has a fever and a heart murmur. And they are going to run some tests, see what's what, and see, probably give her antibiotics, because that's what we do for a lot of things, because antibiotics are uh, sometimes very helpful. Um, Ava is walking with Alex, and she, he's like, oh, it's okay to be nervous. And she's like, I am not nervous. Like, I need this to give me my memory back. I am so excited about remembering who I am. <laughs> Clearly, it's also it's not going to give her her memory back because she's too excited about getting her memory back. Yeah. Yeah. It is also a bummer because in this scene, they also touch on like she hasn't even held her baby like that's Mm -hmm. and I I forgot about that part of this. I forgot she gave birth. Yeah. Uh, And it was a preemie and it's in the NICU and all that. So like I forgot about that storyline. I'm glad they just mentioned that offhand as well to bring that back to the top of our memory. Um, so back in LA, Paul has a hormone imbalance. Um, so he won't like, that's why he doesn't, he can't have sex. Not necessarily that he doesn't want to have sex. Um, 
but they don't know what is causing the hormone imbalance. So they have to run more tests to make a treatment plan and find out what the cause is. Uh, Addison goes to see Pete, who is the alternative medicine doctor in this practice. Uh, he acupunctures the shit out of her. <laughs> After just calling him a quack for like and doubling down. She's like, hey, you're the quack. This is the yeah. quack's office. Yep. And then, yeah, that was funny. Also, if anyone, if anyone ever acupunctured me without my consent, I would sue. I would rage. Don't do that to me. I have had the needles. Um, it was technically not acupuncture because acupuncture is based on pressure points, relieving certain pressures and energy and like getting your body to release tension in certain like emotional ways. In addition to physically, I have had what is called dry needling, but is basically the same as acupuncture, like physically, like the needles are the same. Um, but I just like, because I have horrendous posture, um, I get really bad knots in my back. And so I have had the needles stuck into the knots that I have and it helps like Ooh, it tenses them up woof. and then it helps them release. And it really like when he said, stop saying, ow, it doesn't hurt. Like that's pretty accurate. It really like you can feel them, but like it doesn't even feel like a shot. They're so tiny. Like it's hard to explain it. Like the second, like you feel that they have gone in, but you're like, the pressure of, for me, the pressure of them going into the knots in my back was more painful than the actual needle going into my skin. I I put acupuncture up there with um with cupping. I might try it once just mm -hmm. to see what it's like. Yeah. But I, it's not that I have anything against alternative medicine. I actually have things against most medicine. Yeah. Uh, I I don't go to the doctor unless I physically have to. When it yeah. came to Marlo, I trust everything the doctor says. But I just don't want I haven't gotten antibiotics in 4 or 5 years and yeah. I just there's nothing that a glass of orange juice can't cure in my opinion. <laughs> well. Unless I if I break a bone, if I break a bone I'm going to the doctor. If I start peeing pus, I'm going to the doctor. Uh, also, if I start peeing pus, there's a lot more problems than uh, <laughs> than you know just the doctor. But it's it's things like that that I I'm skeptical of. So it's not just alternative medicine. But I like that there's nothing that they're putting into your body. That's one of the things yeah. I've always appreciated about some of that alternative medicine. And I like it just adds a very a very California layer to yeah. this show of. Uh, they have a doctor on site who's acupuncture and um, I forget what the other things that he said that he did as well. But um, I actually really appreciated this level that they added to the show makes it more intriguing. Yeah. And I like that they said, yeah, he still went to medical school like he still has yes. an MD. He just has also studied other places and like there are other things and they make a point in the show like because they they really harp on the fact that it's a co-op practice so they work together so some of his patients will maybe also be seeing um sam or violet or whoever it may be but they also come to him because they want to make sure everyone's getting like a well-rounded treatment plan and making sure everyone's getting things that will work for them to to solve whatever it is they need treated um also, so when Addison, he's like, oh, you're going to get feel a release of emotions. And she's like, I don't feel anything. I'm great. And she kept saying, I'm great. And I was like, this is like when Carmen says he's healed. That's because I'm I am. Great. I'm healed. I wrote, I'm great equals I'm healed. Um, and then obviously she cries. She's like, I don't feel anything. And then she cries. And then we she's get the like, title card. <laughs> I'm great, but I'm barren. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, gosh, there's the rush of emotion. Um, so title card at seven minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, Derek finds Meredith and she's like, Oh, I've been talking to my father. It's crazy. It's like actually going pretty well. How's the trailer? He's like, it's cold. Can I come to your house? I'll bring dinner. Whatever. And she's like, sex. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna get back to hanging out. Cause he's going to stop being a poo poo pants. Quote unquote. Stop. Um, Lisa goes into labor and Addison rushes her to the hospital because she has to do a C-section because they know the chances of her um, bleeding and being injured are great. So they have to get to the hospital right away to take care of that. 
Um, Pete goes into Violet's office. They talk about her ex being the worst. And he's like, why won't you sleep with me? And she's like, you're in denial and you're the angriest person I've ever met. And you use sex as a weapon to deflect. And he goes, oh, (laughs) and it reminded me (laughs) a lot of conversations we have had where I'm just like, oh, you're garbage. And you go, oh, (laughs) yeah, that was actually a pretty good scene. I like that. It's they they're making these characters interesting enough to where I want to watch the show, but part of, part of why I'm not 100% sold on, on it. I mean, I'm going to watch it. We're going to, we're going to do this, but they, I don't love any of the characters. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no one that I loved right away. Right. Um, I mean, it's hard. I feel like to, to introduce someone in a different show to make you immediately be like, Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this person. Right. Uh, which, which I'm going to acknowledge is hard. And also I don't, I don't think even in this show, I I loved Izzy right away because I like Catherine Heigl, but Izzy is not my favorite character anymore. So I'm trying to think, okay, well, who could my favorite character be? Probably would end up being Cooper because I've had experience with him from Scrubs, but uh, none of the characters other than that are like really standing out to me, but I digress. Um, no, it's fair. It's fair. Um, so in Ava's brain surgeries, uh, they're poking around in her brain trying to see what's what. And she speaks three different languages. So she speaks French, German, and Spanish, which is wild. Imagine being able to speak three languages in addition to English. And then forgetting it. I can barely speak English. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey. Uh, so... She starts crashing. the The bleed is getting worse, so they have to evacuate that. And uh, it, it, she cuts out. It's dramatic. Um, she still needs a dentist, though. Yes, They're, they'll work on it. Don't worry. Um, Addison delivers Lisa's baby um, really fast. They don't want her to push, and she's like, "Oh, you want me to push?" And they're like, "No," and she's like, "I have to." I'm like, "Jesus Christ." Um, <laughs> This was a chaotic scene. Again, I had an epidural, so I can't speak to what she was feeling because she was actually feeling it. I did not. Thank God. Um, the cord was also not around your baby's neck. Very true. Um, and I am very lucky that everything was mostly smooth sailing both times. Um, yeah. So they're like, okay, here's the baby took her a minute to start to cry but she did cry and then addison's like oh good news there's not a lot of bleeding and then there's literally all the bleeding it's so it goes much. from <laughs> like it goes oh, from all of your body is now on the floor yeah this should be okay it looks fine to now imagine you're in hell and all waterfalls yeah. are just blood yeah, that's what truly. Uh, yeah, it was wild. Like, oh, oh, cool. Not so bad. Um, I can take care of this. And then it's like, oh, shit. I don't know how this is going to end. Yeah. But it was it was nice when the baby started crying. It was obviously yeah. like a sigh of relief, I think, as a viewer. Yeah. And she puts her under so that she can save her. Um, and yes. then Addison goes to update all the people. Um, and she's like, they're stable. They're going to be OK. But like it was bad. It was it was not great for a while. And they're like, well, who's the dad? Who gets the baby? And she's like, okay, so I'm going to take this opportunity to shame you all for being garbage people because you could not be more selfish. These people both almost just died and you don't even care. And you can't see them because you all suck so much. Yeah, I appreciate you pieces of shit. This was the scene that I was mixing up with the last episode. Uh, yes. Because, I, and, and then she's also like, hey, by the way, motherfuckers, it was a girl. Not yeah. that any of you pieces of shit asked, which that would have been, I always forget that that's a thing that people did. And it's mostly like the older generations, like our parents, like, yeah. like going all the way to birth, not knowing if it's a boy or girl, I could, that would bring me so much stress. <laughs> what do we buy? Because I want to know, I number one, I, I love being able to have the, the, monogram uh, custom yeah the custom yeah. clothing and you know me i think that all all clothing and all colors are unisex man or woman yes. i don't care uh but it just not knowing 
Like yeah. I, I was talking to Marlo by name when yeah. she was in Jessica. And I can't yeah. imagine just saying, oh, hello, little ambiguous, you have no name, man or woman, child. Yeah. I can't imagine that. That just is weird to me. If you do it, I'm not shaming you out there listening. Do whatever you want. I know plenty of people still to this day, even our age, that uh, yeah. that want the surprise. I just, I I need to know. Yeah. And also people are like, oh, I need it to be a surprise. Here's the thing. I was surprised when they told me both times. It was just, was I surprised early in pregnancy or at the birth? Right. It's, it's a still surprise. A surprise. It's a, the same amount of surprise. It's just when you receive the surprise. Yeah. That's and if I you're feel. me, you get a text from your wife while making your lunch to leave for work with just a screenshot of the bio test and it's circled in highlighter from your iPhone. Sex, female. So surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael was at work when I got the call with Scarlett. So I called him and he was like, he was like, couldn't answer because he was on a call so he texted me he was oh my god did the doctor call you and i said yes and so he basically was like sorry i can't help you and hung up on the person and then went to the to call me and then i told him um and then he was there and you were also you and jessica were also there when we got the call with for bennett yeah that was exciting it and was. what a surprise it was it was a surprise um so uh, Ava wakes up. She does not remember anything and she's very, very sad about it, which I understand. Like she was basically hanging all of her hopes on this one thing that yeah. had a very slim chance of working. Um, but she like, what else is she going to do? Just she, uh, her other option is just like, hope my memory comes back. Um, well, that's what everyone else is saying. Like, just yeah. hope it comes back because yeah, just uh, nothing is going to guarantee it. Yeah. Um, George is laying in a clinic bed and Bailey's like, the fuck are you doing? You're fine. Go take a Tylenol. Um, and he's like, you've been married for a long time. Did you ever have doubts? Not like insecurities, like doubts. And she just stares at him. And then a nurse comes over before she can answer. And she leaves. Um, <laughs> like, doesn't even say, let's put a pin in this. She yeah. completely ignores the question. She's like, I'm going to head out. Thanks for your time. Um, uh, so, the Susan is feeling better and they're going to take her to radiology so they can put like a central line in to do the, to finish the IV. Um, and she's like, Oh, why don't you show your dad where the cafeteria is? And they're like, we're on to you. Um, also at this point, it really seems like she's fine. So good yeah. takes a turn. Everything um, seems okay, except when we're coming in the room and completely ignoring and not saying a single word to Thatcher. That yeah, was a and bit like, but And they don't even make it like Thatcher doesn't even look annoyed, which I feel like he would be like, ugh, this fucker. Yeah. Um, I remember when you ruined my, my first marriage, you're going to ruin this second one too. <laughs> not wrong. Um, different ways. This man <laughs> is the source yikes. of all of my problems. So yikes on bikes. It's so true. Um, okay. So... Burke is also hiding in the clinic and he's like, you've been married a long time now to Bailey. And she's like, what is wrong with the men in this hospital? So she calls George over and she's like, y'all go talk to each other and leave me the fuck alone. I'm trying to do my damn job. Um, so that's very funny. And, uh, Cooper, uh, in LA Cooper's in the kitchen, heavy sighing, trying to get people to ask him what's wrong. <sighs> this is, <sighs> If there's ever been more, <laughs> more Carmen energy in a character on this show. So true. That was, I literally, I was like, this is so funny. This is hilarious. He's like, I just don't understand why all the women I meet on the internet aren't my soulmates. And they're like, maybe because you're meeting like 22 year old women on the internet and you're an adult. So like get it together and go meet real people in real life. Now, obviously Got this him. is 2007. There's like, I think the the stigma of meeting people online or on apps has is falling away over over time. Um, yes, since for sure. Then. Um, this also seems less like a match dot com and more like a chat room situation. <laughs> so, um, uh, understandable that it, he's receiving a little bit of judgment. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just a funny scene, and they're like, just go meet real people and like try your best. 
in life. Yeah, try try real websites like FarmersOnly.com. This try episode is brought to you places. by Farmers. FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, okay, so Pete finds Addison in the hospital and tries to flirt, and she's like, don't flirt with me. I am out of time and out of eggs, and I don't have the patience for your bullshit. Um, and he's like, I'm going to kiss you now. And she's like, okay. And then they really kiss. They mouth fuck. They really kiss. <laughs> like <laughs> it's almost like they went to ABC and they were like, how aggressive can we kiss? And you still show it. And they were like to this point. And then they went right up to that point. <laughs> and then they said, but we can go farther, but right, ABC? Just, you guys look away, and we're going to do a little bit extra. And ABC said, look, not my monkey, not my circus. If I don't <laughs> actually watch this episode, we're all okay. <laughs> ABC said, you guys are two of the most attractive people on television, so you can basically do whatever you want. <laughs> just no nipples. Yep. Uh, Unless so you're a male receptionist, <laughs> in which case we could show your nipples. <laughs> nipples galore. Um... So Susan is having some kind of bad reaction. They they say it's super rare um, and they are going to have to take her to surgery. Thatcher's freaking out, not handling it well, shockingly enough. Um, so they take her up to the OR. Um, is that now or is that later? Maybe that's I, later. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Because I don't have that scene here. All I have is Susan is having a reaction. She's having a reaction, but she's not septic yet. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's what it is. Uh, Carol finds Addison and tells her, she's like, I wanted a baby. I don't care if it's my baby. I don't care if I get to keep the baby, but I want to know that this baby is okay. Cause I love this baby. And like, is our, is she okay? Is Lisa okay? Like you were right. I was being shitty. Like, are they okay? And Addison says, yes, they're okay. Um, Burke and George are talking about marriage and knowing people and time together. And it's, a, it's an interesting scene. Um, I'm really excited weird. to see what the fuck you think they're thinking, because George says, do you think it's possible to love two people at the same time? To which Preston responds, I'm still hoping it's possible to love one person. What? Yeah. What are you implying that you don't love Christina or that she doesn't love you? I'm very so confused. We all, if you've listened, unless this is your favorite episode and you're tuning in for the first time for this episode, uh, we all know that I think that Christina and Burke don't end up together. Uh, I also don't think that George and Callie end up together. So this scene to me, and also paired it with a little bit of hindsight of the Burke and his mom scene towards the end of the episode, which was also mm -hmm. kind of weird uh, in itself. And we'll get to that later. I I feel like Burke is talking himself out of marrying Christina. Hmm. And George is still trying to figure out, I think in his head, He's not a cheater if he leaves Callie and he's with he's with Izzy. So is it more important to not be a cheater or to honor the person that you've married? And I think that that's the inner conflict that George is going through. And I don't think he ends up with either of them. I don't I don't think. But the Burke one to me is a bit more concerning because Christina has changed a lot of what she wants for Burke. And yeah. and is and is yeah and i don't see burke changing a lot except he just he throws a lot of ultimatums around he doesn't mm -hmm. actually do anything uh so that was a weird scene in general for me but it left with just such this weird cliffhanger of yeah there's is burke no actually wanting to be with it. christina so yeah uh but if he didn't want christina then he wouldn't go through the trouble of getting the moms out there and like being so sweet and all these things that he is to Christina. I just, I think he wants his cake and to eat it too. And I, and I just don't know what that manifests itself in, in a physical form. Yeah. Um, what, what also, thoughts did you have on the scene? Any, any additional ones? Um, pretty similar. I'm just like, where are you coming from? Like, what do you mean when, like I was mostly fixated on the, 
I'm still hoping it's possible to just love one. I'm like, again, are, do you not love her or do you think she doesn't love you? Like, what does that mean? I'm still hoping it's possible to love one person. It I think is. it's you're I think that's it. all from I him. Don't. I think it's all from a him standpoint. I don't yeah. think it's from a her standpoint. Um and then also I found it interesting that he's like, "Oh, did you need to George?" he says, "Did you find that you needed more persuading to get married?" and he's like, "No, just seemed like a good idea at the time." Um what a reason to make a huge life-altering decision. <laughs> Well, we did. Seemed we did acknowledge like a good that idea at the time. <laughs> after his dad died, he was obviously going through a lot. Truly, so we knew that he kind of made this choice under some form of duress. Yeah, but it was like coming from himself, not anyone else. Yes, correct. Because <laughs> Callie was very pro, like, please, for the love of God, process your grief, and he was very pro. I will only have sex and then marry you. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just kind of weird. Um, obviously I know what happens on both of these ends and I still kind of think this is weird. So (laughs) I don't know if that tells you anything. Um, this scene, I don't feel like gains clarity, gains that much clarity when these stories culminate in however they're going to culminate. Both of them dying. Who, which thems? All four of them dying in a skydiving accident. Oh my God. How do you do that? It's like perfect prediction. Like, oh my God. It's like I'm Shonda really... is sitting in front of me. She is. She's on the couch over there. Hi, Cassie. Oh my gosh, Shonda. It's such an honor. Um, <laughs> no, the honor is all mine. Thank you so much for coming by. She sounds far away because she's over on the couch on the other side of the Right, room. right, right. Uh, um, okay. So Callie asks Izzy, like, hey, is it going to be weird with me being a bridesmaid? And Izzy's like, no, we're fine. Everything's fine. And uh, she's like, okay, cool, fine. But she's got the side eye still. She's Uh, got the side eye, yes. And then Christina comes over and she's like, that last dress wasn't bad, right? Because I bought it. Like, it's fine. It's not too poofy. It's just one one day. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, it's fine. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Good talk. Good talk. Glad I could help. Um. They tell Paul they found a tumor on his kidney and that's causing his hormone imbalance and his low sex drive. Unfortunately, it's like pretty farther progressed. So they're going to have to like be really aggressive with this treatment. And it's sad news for everyone. <laughs> um, Kathy feels bad, but also it's like, how would you know? Like if your spouse just stopped having sex with you, your first thought is not going to be like, they probably have a tumor. Mine <laughs> it's would just be. not going to be. And now it will be. <laughs> yeah, now it is. I'm like, listen, you don't want to have sex with me? Let's get you a full body scan right now. <laughs> yeah. um, Addison is in the elevator trying to talk to elevator God again. She answers. She apologizes for yelling at her. Um, Kathy is talking to Violet about everything going on with Paul. And she's like, for my whole life, I've been really good at being Paul's wife. And like this happened and I've just been questioning everything. Also, I lied. I did cheat on him. And like, now I don't know what to do. He's sick. Like, what am I supposed to do? And Violet's like, you just keep doing what you're really good at. It's a good scene. I think it's a a good little like quick therapy type of Violet's therapy brand of therapy that she does. Well, it's also encouraging because in the was it either in the beginning of this episode or the last episode? I'm already blurring these together where she starts to feel like her. um, It's her type of therapy when she's talking to Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I feel like it's obsolete, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's clearly not because the emotional is so big, uh, the emotional side of thing is is so big on these patients. So obviously, it's 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 helping, yeah. um, but the the thing that's that's sad about this is this lady said the only thing she's been good at her entire life is being this guy's wife. So were you good at nothing before that? Did you really feel like you had no purpose in life until you met this person and then married them? I mean, or maybe she just means to say, like, that's what she is the best at. Like, she is the best at being this man. Like, she can do, she could do other things, but she doesn't feel that she needs to do other things because she is so set in her resolve of, like, being Paul's wife. I don't necessarily think, I think it's only sad if you want more than that if you don't want any more than that props to you you know like you're 
you're doing the thing you love and you're doing the thing you're good at and that's fulfilling enough for you, then that's fine. There are plenty of people who are fulfilled by things that I would not be fulfilled by. And there are plenty of people who would not be fulfilled by things I find fulfilling. So I think it's just also in that uh, conversation with Pete, she, he says like people should just tell each other the truth. And Violet says they can't. And then, then I find that interesting because she doesn't tell Kathy like, Oh, you need to come clean with Paul about this cheating she's just saying like go back to being paul's wife because that's what you're good at and that's what's going to help him through this fucking nightmare that you're about to go through yeah it's true but also don't cheat but also there's no black and white there are gray areas (laughs) affairs don't happen in a vacuum um yeah i uh, i think that she did much better than most people in her resolve for 18 months yeah operating under the assumption that she hadn't cheated up until that night where she didn't come home yes which she does lead us to believe when she's talking to sam and like freaking out about not having sex for 18 months (laughs) yeah and also you have to assume that they're gonna get through that like there was a medical issue that neither of them saw Mm -hmm. he didn't stop loving her but again it goes back to at the end of the day people are just people animals People are just people, people and people are animals. Mm-hmm. Human beings make, make mistakes. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Dell is leaving and like asks Naomi if she wants to get food. And she's like, no. And he goes, oh, some other time then. And she's like, you cannot ask me out. You are a child. You could be my child. Leave me alone. <laughs> I will not fuck you. And then he's like, a cuckoo-cachoo, Mrs. Robinson. (laughs) Um, And then they go in for their almost kiss, and she leans in, and she's like, never going to happen. Oh, it happens. They fuck. You think they fuck? Yeah. Official prediction. Yeah. (laughs) Also, can we just acknowledge that not a single, like, all I need is for um, uh, Fred Armisen and... uh, Andy Samberg and all the the SNL people to come in with their California and Bill Hader with their Californians impressions. Uh, like they're not a single person talked about any highway on this, uh, on this episode. And if you don't know, go stop, pause this episode and go Google a uh, YouTube search SNL, the Californians. And it is so good. It will make you die. Or Kristen Wiig was the other one I was trying to think of. Um, and I will be watching that after we are done recording. <laughs> Um, so then we have, um, Addison out with Pete and Sam and Sam, he like Pete's hitting on her again and Sam sends him away and then tells Addison, like, don't date him. Uh, his wife died eight years ago and it has impacted his ability to have genuine human connection with other people. And she's like, Oh, good to know. Because he (laughs) killed her. Um, and then Pete and, Sorry, wait. Yeah, Violet and Cooper are at the bar. And he, like, leans to kiss her. And she's like, are you kidding me? This is how you deal with this? That Just the first person that's in front of you is you being an adult? Just the first person that's in front of you. That's your reaction to someone on the internet rejecting you? Is just to fuck, try and fuck the first person, even though it's your best friend. That's what you're going to do. That was a funny scene. It was. Cause she rejected him, but she was also like, dude, we good. Like we good. Cool. Yeah. We're, yeah. Like we're, we're okay here. Like kosher. They fuck though. They're going to have sex at one point. <laughs> um, uh, Naomi is drunk and Addison asked Sam if he cheated on her and he's like, no, I didn't cheat on her. We didn't fight. I just woke up one day and I was like, I think I'm done being married. And he was like, that's bad. I did a bad thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you did. Tay He's like, I left her and I don't know why. I'm like, mm, you should probably know why. If you left someone you're married to and have a child with, I feel like you should know why. Not saying you should stay in something if you're unhappy, but at least like do a little bit of reflective in work. Look on the inside, figure out what the hell you're doing before you just do yeah. it. There's also a therapist right next <laughs> to your office door. You could walk out of your office and try to get some clarity or or talk through your feelings and emotions. And you chose to do to not do that. Yeah. Um, 
Violet tells Cooper about Alan getting married. He he had always told her he didn't believe in marriage as an institution. And then four months after they broke up, he got married to like a 25 year old. And Cooper's like, I like the Internet because I don't like rejection. OK, do people not reject <laughs> you on the Internet? I don't really understand that, but whatever. Um, this is, oh my God, this next scene is so good. Bert goes home. His mom is looking at wedding planning stuff, the magazines. He gets super upset and he's like that. I trust you crap. You've been pulling it since I was a kid. It's manipulative. You don't trust me. You're trying to make me question everything I think and feel. And he's like, I love Christina. She doesn't like change. I have to take the lead in the relationship. And then later she's like grateful that I did it. It happened in multiple times already. And it's going to be fine. We're both happy. I'm going to be happy. She's going to be happy. We will both be happy. And the mom's like, if you are so sure, why are you yelling at me? And it is just the question that all of us have on our minds because it was, it was very like, I'm yelling. I'm yelling at you. You're the problem. Christina's great. Everything's awesome. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I was confused by the whole scene. Yeah. Um, although it is nice to see him like I think they have a good relationship but she also didn't deny that the trust thing of saying mm-hmm. I trust you is a manipulative thing um and also if your if your parents are encouraging you to make decisions and fail and they still love you that actually sounds like good parenting Preston yeah. so like calm down buddy um yeah I mean it's just it's they have an odd relationship I think that was established last time the fact that he's a grown man calling her mama, I think t- takes you, takes one aback. Makes you, makes you, gives pause just for a moment. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just not the norm that we're used to, especially if you were to talk to someone like Preston Burke. I don't think you would, you would, he seems like the type of person who calls his mom mother. <sighs> mother. Or like, uh, have you watched Big Bang Theory? Um, occasionally, not like, intensely so casual viewing leonard who is played by that's the, the one guy whose mom lives there uh but you like his only mo- ever hear her voice no no she she comes on the show she does oh, come on leonard. the show i'm thinking of yeah i'm thinking of the other one well the other one uh sheldon his his mom no, also comes by the other one uh I forget the rest of the other guys' names, but Sheldon's mom or Sheldon's mom is, uh, either it's the voice of smart house slash Jake Peralta's mom, or it's Roseanne's sister. I can't remember which one it is because they both look very similar to me. Um, but Leonard's mom is the queen who in the Grinch. Yes. And I imagine, (laughs) yes, I imagine Leonard and his mom's relationship. I kind of see it more like what, what Burke's relationship is how you're describing where he, uh, I don't know. I feel like he would use a, he'd be on a first name basis. Like Burke seems like the kind of person who's on a first name basis with his mom. Ellen, Um, nice to see you again. Yeah. I don't know if that's her name. I just said that. I, I, I get what you're saying though. That's how I envisioned it. Yeah. So the mama thing also is a, is a stark contrast to what I perceive as well. So I'm with you. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is when Susan gets septic. They rush her to surgery. Super rare complications. She crashes before they even get into the OR. It's bad news bears. Like, what did you think was going to happen? First of all, did you think Susan was going to die? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. What? Yeah. Like, no way. And she it sucks because just- everything's finally going well. Yes, Meredith just got a fucking family. Yep. And and then Susan dies. And she's the person who just called her out. Like, she just had the balls to say, Meredith, stop being a rude, mean girl. Like, we yeah. are trying to love you. And Meredith was like, oh, you're right. I will do that. And I she's will trying learn to build this these- interaction. Yes. Uh, and, oh, my gosh. I literally wrote. She can't die, though. Like, she can't. (laughs) They wouldn't be that dumb. Plot twist. They're that dumb. Uh, Shonda's setting up some stuff. She's doing something. Um, 
So they take Lisa, the baby, and they're like, you don't have to decide right now. And she's like, no, I know what I want to do. I want Carol to have the baby, but I want everyone involved in the baby's life. So it's kind of like an open adoption situation, but kind of bizarre for the baby. It's like the opening scene to Mamma Mia. <laughs> Almost. Because yeah. they, they never know who the dad is. And they're all just, they all have dads. And her dad ends up being James Bond, uh, Bootstrap Bill Turner, and some other guy. Colin Firth, the king. The king of England. <laughs> yes. With the stutter. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a time. Izzy gets on the elevator George is there She's like I don't want you to leave It's not fair She says it's not fair Like 68 times She starts to cry She gives him a hug For comfort They kiss I'm annoyed It's inappropriate They have All caps No chemistry Uh, They have chemistry chemistry This kiss is Disgustingly platonic No No This kiss is hot and steamy in a sexual non-platonic way more like i just don't i truly don't think that like i know i like to disagree with you just for fun but i really really don't think they have any chemistry it um i'm trying to think of what this reminds me of but it, it was definitely one of those things uh where the second they hugged like their their cheeks were just a bit too yeah. close and yeah. something was going to happen, and we all had a feeling, and we're all disappointed. Uh, and then the oh. elevator opens up, and of course, Callie is right there. Right, right there. there. Not a good look. No. No. And George just, like, plows off the elevator without even acknowledging that Izzy's there. Callie's wheels are turning. They are. She's they connecting for sure those are. dots. Um, Alex is walking with Ava outside and tells her that like, oh, some people would, you know, love to have this opportunity to blank slate. Like you can make new memories. Like, look how pretty the moon is. And she's like, what the fuck happened to you that you can be so good with me, but not be good with someone you actually have feelings for? And he's like, I don't remember. I also got (laughs) killed by a fairy and have no imagination of what my memories were. Recollection. Um, Why does I say imagination? Sorry. Stupid. um, at this point, I feel like Alex is the person we know the least about as far as backstory and like outside of the hospital lives of the interns. Uh, Alex is the one we know the least about his history. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I believe that that is, that's, that is my perception as well. I had to think about that for a second just to confirm. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, what a terrible terrible shot of the moon and the stars you mean what it's a like terrible they, google image it's like they, one of the the creators or actors on the set had a kid who did an art project on like a really old version of microsoft <laughs> art studio pad and they just printed it out and they zoomed the camera in on that that's how terrible that was yeah it's not great I will say in private practice, there are some pretty aggressive green scene things. And I'm like, you're in L.A. Why are you green screening this? Yeah, it makes no sense sometimes. But that's that's the the thing that studios choose to or choose not to spend their money on is yeah. just beyond me. Yeah. Um. So, OK, Richard, Bailey and Meredith go to the waiting room because they get to tell Thatcher that Meredith or that Susan died. Why Meredith is the one that has to deliver this news is beyond me. I don't know whose decision it was. Seems unwise. Someone at least could have gone to stand next to her. I don't know. Seems yeah, weird. Just, I don't just know if stand she was next like, to her. He's my dad. I'll tell him we've been bonding. He'll be fine. Uh, did not go down that way. He that was, was not, not fine. what happened. No one was fine. Um, not that anyone should be fine. But uh, you shouldn't slap your people, your doctors, or your your anybody's, regardless of who they are. Um, just don't. Um, so, yeah, Meredith is crying. She's like, I'm so sorry. He slaps her. He's like, we came here because she trusted you. It was just the hiccups. What the hell happened? So, yeah, it's sad. They, Meredith wanna- runs away. Derek tries to stop her. And I'm like, can you, like, I'm sorry. I'm not on Derek. Like, I... Uh, Derek should try and comfort her 
you can give her at least five minutes to process this. At least five minutes. Yeah. Susan just died, and then she had to tell her dad, and he slapped her and slash blamed her. You can give her a few minutes to, to process individually before you step in and say, how can I help you? But he needs yeah. to step in immediately so that she can be like, leave me alone. So he can be like, oh, well, I guess she hates me again. I just need to go to my trailer and process what just happened, Meredith. I, yeah, when you really when you killed your stepmom, you also killed me. You don't understand uh, what happened to me when your dad slapped you. <laughs> You'll never understand how that made me feel. You'll never know how hard it was to watch you get slapped. I can't. Um, okay, also, so first none off, of them do anything. That also bothers no. me. Bailey, Richard, and Derek, none of them do anything when that happens. Yeah, there was a collective... <gasps> And that was it. They just, they gasped and watched. The air gets sucked out of the room. Yeah. It, I want to, so I want to talk about a couple of things that I have that are my thoughts for this scene. Number one, Thatcher's reaction and response is incredible acting. Yes. Number one, all of it makes sense. Imagine Mm -hmm. your, your husband your wife goes to the hospital for hiccups and comes out dead. Mm-hmm. And your child is the doctor on the case. I can't even imagine that scene in, in like real life, right? Like this yeah. is crazy, but he, he's like, as he's going through all of these emotions in his head and obviously the slapping is not okay, but it's it under, you understand it. Yes. The, you can like, understand the train the to get there. I'm like, I understand where that came from, but it's bad. It's bad. It's terrible. Physical violence is never the answer, but at least you can understand what's going on in this person's head because I don't know that many people are above not doing that in that moment. Uh, granted, it's a doctor. Don't hit your doctors. That's not a, that's <laughs> not an advocacy for hitting doctors, but he's like, you said it was simple. She trusted yeah. you and he's completely breaking down. That the woman he got to spend all those years with after being left by his yeah. previous wife, because you have to think that she was, Susan was, we, we see, she's the complete opposite of Ellis. Yeah, she's the anti-Ellis. Yes. And at one point they even said, oh, I think they're just trying to, I think she just has the fake hiccups because she wants us to bond. Yeah. Uh, no, this really was a medical thing and she died. But... <laughs> Fuck, it's there's so much emotion in this scene and I can't even imagine it. And I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, but it's just sad. I don't think yes. really you can explain it any other way than it's just fucking sad. Yeah. On more levels than just Susan has died because they were just getting together. They were like she was having a family again. Now the main bond of that family has died and the other person is blaming her for it. So it's not just like, oh, this one person that we all love and care for has died. Like there's the the ramifications of Susan's death are far reaching. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to this scene. And it and we as viewers, myself, not you, because, you know, but (laughs) myself, I don't I have no idea what comes next at all. Because if she was just getting, if Meredith was just getting to a point where she could envision a world where she trusts and and loves and cares for and wants to have a relationship with her father, does this, is this enough? And is it early enough on to them building that bridge where she's like, I don't give a fuck about this bridge. He just slapped the shit out of me in the hospital, in my place of employment, in front of my boyfriend and like my two bosses. Yeah. Uh, But realistically, Bailey should have been the one giving the news. Yeah. (laughs) It's really... Uh, it makes no sense. So those are my full thoughts, but it was very, the acting is not only the acting is great, but not only was Susan's death a shock, but then the slap was also a shock on top of slap is jarring. Every, I had to watch it three times. I hate this. I didn't even realize, I didn't even process right away. If it was a real slap, I was like, did I just make that up in my head? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's bonkers. Um, okay, so Christina gets home. Burke's like, the moms are gone. It's just us. And she's like, thank God. She's like, oh, I got a dress. <clears throat> He's like, oh, are you happy? She's like, yeah, of course. Are you happy? He's like, yeah. But is it true? Bum, bum, bum. What is happening? Um, There's Meredith- a place on us and I found it. <laughs> um, Meredith, Izzy, and Alex are doing shots. Mm. Setting up a threesome. Um... 
Derek comes up and sees them doing shots through the window and he leaves because he's like, oh, I'm going to leave and then somehow blame this on somebody else. Because that's what I do and I don't apologize. Um, that's Derek's theme song. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, so Addison is telling Naomi goodbye and she's like, consider the empty office. And Addison says, don't tempt me. Pete runs into the elevator and she tells him that the elevator talks to her. And he's like, it's Tilly, our security lady. Which is funny. And she's like, hello. <laughs> I um, see you. He asks Addison if she wants to kiss her again. And he's like, she's like, I think not. Thanks, though. I'm not interested. And he says, you're interested. And then she drives the convertible back to Seattle. And that's the end of the episode. <sighs> and she seems to have learned how to drive stick. And it keep seems the better She's, this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She went in there with a little dew up in her hair. She's got it mm-hmm. figured out. It holds it all in place. Uh, is that a is that an old Volkswagen bug? I don't know what it is. I couldn't, I don't, if you know what car that is, let us know and, yeah. and, uh, uh, reach out to us at, uh, at grazeacademypod at gmail.com and let us know because we don't know. We don't know. Um, okay. So first rate it and then we have to make more predictions. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give this, this episode a fellow. I'm going to give it a four. Oh my god, same. Even, ah, even fellow. An even fellow. Better than the last. Not like life not life changingly amazing, but like it's has it's impactful for sure. Like some shit has gone down. We don't know what it means. Yeah. But something's happening. So yeah, I would say a four. A, a, a fellow fellow e four. Um, okay. So there are two episodes left of the third season. Two episodes left. What do you think? Well, Let's let's rate these together. Oh, okay, yes. So as a little movie. <laughs> as a little as movie. A little what movie was this? As a little movie, I, I think I'm going to just be a little bit below the fellow. I think I'm gonna put it at a resident point seven five. Um I think the second episode raised the average for me, but I don't think that two of them together was above the four. The four mark, the one, uh, the one to five scale, uh, read, read, reaching at a four. Um, but I, I do enjoy the dynamic that Addison has with Naomi. Um, I like that there's a little bit of interesting backstory with this Pete guy. The Cooper and Violet chemistry is is interesting as their friends. Um, I kind of hate Dell, uh, <laughs> but. The big storyline for me is, I think, a gigantic question mark. And not in a fun way. Not a fun question mark. Susan is dead. Like a what the fuck. They just killed Susan. <laughs> and I just don't, I don't enjoy that. Which and, is more surprising, killing Susan or the bomb? Uh, Obviously, the bomb oh. is more jarring in the, w- in the way that it happened. Because it was a bomb. But like... This is pretty big too. This is like an emotional bomb. I think for me, they're they're both they're equally jarring, but the Susan thing is more sad. Well, because, for sure, more sad because it's more impactful. Yeah, it's more impactful. There's more foundation. Uh, and it's maybe it's traumatic in a different way because Meredith physically sees the dude explode in front of her and like cracks her head on that tile floor uh but this this death i think a piece of meredith is going to die because Mm -hmm. this is the only person that was really pushing her to feel like she had a real family and i think she's also going to feel guilty even though she did nothing wrong but she's going to carry that guilt for a while yeah yeah it's wild um uh so i would agree i think i am on like a resident point eight like it's i'm very glad that they aired together because i think if these had aired separately people would have been real annoyed after the first one um, i yeah. think having them air together makes sense it gives them enough time to uh introduce the characters for private practice um and also continue story meaningful storylines on grays 
and yeah, I think it's good. I'm, I, I like it. Obviously, again, I love private practice. We're going to figure that out, how to move forward and do that because private practice started. There wasn't a private practice. This aired in May and then the next season picked up in September and then that private practice started in September. So this aired in May and then the first season of private practice started in September congruently with Grace. So that's what happened. Um, I love it. It's a good show. I like it. I love Addison. Her eyebrows are incredible. Mm, yes. And her um, face and basically everything else. So true. So true. What, what were the predictions specifically that you want me to make? Um, Jor, well, you said that Izzy was going to drunkenly confess to Callie. You, do you stand by that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, th- that's going to be my official guess. I don't know if that's really going to happen, but that's my guess. Okay. Um, and what about what happens with George and Izzy then? I, I think that George is going to try to make it work with Izzy a little bit, but they don't, they're not going to end up together. But I think it would be really stupid of anyone to cheat on their wife, husband or fiance and then not at least try to make it work in a relationship with the person they cheat on them with, you know? So it's, I do, I do know that it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. And I think George is, he's so determined to not be a cheater that he's going to try to be with, be with Izzy. Yeah. Cause he in wants some to capacity. Like validate what this thing that he's done basically is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Burke and Christina, what the fuck? They, they, uh, I think Christina's finally going to decide that she wants all of this wedding stuff. And then Burke is, I think I said Burke leaves her at the altar. I don't think Burke you ends said up. Christina leaves Burke at the altar. Like, seven well, I'm, times. I'm flipping it now. I'm flipping it okay. now. Burke okay. leaves Christina at the altar. Okay. When? Wait, that doesn't make sense because the, the <laughs> guy goes up there first. <laughs> uh, he walks away. They, she walks up the aisle. He, the, the, the. Uh, officiant goes do you burke and he goes i don't and then slowly <laughs> walks away so bye bye yeah. um and it's gonna so, be like that scene in pirates of the caribbean where the boat is exploding around the guy oh, and he's just walking up the scene. aisle yeah that's <laughs> what happens um and derek and meredith they're fine for now <laughs> derek derek uh I, I'm predicting that Derek does not get chief and uh, he blames Meredith for a while, but I think it's going to be, he blames Meredith because he's masking his blame for himself. Okay. Um, yeah. Mark and Addison. I still think they got a shot. I think they got a shot. Okay. Um, Alex in general. <laughs> I think him and Ava end up together. But only after she gets her teeth fixed. You f- you finally going down that train? <laughs> no, I think uh, they're not going to end up together. There's no Denny Duquette situation on their hands. But I do think they're in a... Sp- I think uh, the arc that... This has gone on way, way longer than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's there a while. She's there a while. Uh, but she's going to end up getting Alex's backstory explained a little bit more. And I think we're going to learn a little bit more about Alex because of their friendship. But uh, it's maybe something that he says in his backstory triggers Ava getting her memory back. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think her real name is? Um, Gwendolyn. <laughs> it's like, what if he guesses this right? You didn't. Give me the first letter. Give me the first no. letter. No. Oh, okay. Um, there's millions of names i know that's why it would be amazing if you guessed it right let me just do a quick google search (laughs) names no no what is jane doe from gray's 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 academy (laughs) from gray's anatomy's real name don't do it spoilers um okay spoilies so i think that's all i have to ask you about for predicciones um so yeah Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. Uh, We are recording this pre-Christmas, and we truly don't know what our schedules are post-Christmas yet. So 
there might be a regular episode. There might be just a little prediction episode. We're not for positive yet. Um, we'll keep you updated. We'll figure something out. We will not leave you in the dark, but we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a moment to leave a uh, rating or review, we'd really appreciate it. Share, share, share with your friends. If you, if there's anyone who like you forgot to get them a Christmas present, just like send them a link to this podcast and be like, here's your Christmas present. I think you'll enjoy this podcast. Yay. And then you're also giving a Christmas present to us, which we really yeah. appreciate. And if you um, want to so give us a different you. Christmas present, make sure to like, you know, write out a whole review on uh, uh, Apple podcasts or make sure on Spotify or wherever else you listen, you hit that five star button. And we love it. We have a, a 4.9 rating on uh, Spotify, which means it's been all five star reviews, <laughs> except for like one person who's like, ah, four is fine. Um, also, you can find the link to our Patreon in our episode description or on our link tree in our Instagram bio. Uh, we do have content on Patreon up already, and we are planning more once the holiday season settles down and we can kind of get our shit together to do more. Um, so we just that added is a How to Get Away with Murder we did episode, just right? Like a 30 minute one. Yeah, that went up yesterday. Yeah. So that's available as well. Um, and we're. We have more how to get away with murder Patreon content in the works as well. So um, that's it. Thank you guys so much. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Um, when you are caroling door to door, if you get to Carmen's door. No spoilies, but definitely <laughs> sing, sing to me. I, I love it. And maybe I'll sing, sing with you because I am. <laughs> uh, I am uh, I am a musician myself. And if you want to sing uh, the Ocean Avenue song, we can sing it together. So. Um, Thank you all. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And we will see you all in the next one.